Welcome to this episode of North Beach Now. I'm the producer, Blair Helsing. On a rainy November 1st, we visited North Beach's newest grocery, Replenish Grocers at 968 Columbus Avenue near Chestnut Street. A follow-up interview two weeks later wrapped up a few details. As you will hear, Erica Glebe, the owner of Replenish, took us on a guided tour of the store. Along the way, we learned about much more than the groceries. I hope that you enjoy this interview and that, like me, you'll enjoy repeat visits to Replenish Grocers. Reduction of plastics on the planet is maybe your number one goal of the store? That's true. That is true. Where did that come from? So... I think as a lifelong surfer, uh, I grew up in San Diego, started surfing when I was a young little girl. Um, I've been addicted to the ocean my whole entire life, became a marathon swimmer. And more and more I kept, well, I've actually swam into plastic, which is very terrifying. (laughs) Very jarring when you're swimming and you run into something, Um, you know, having traveled around the world on vacations and just seeing you know, the plastic pollution, specifically Vietnam, which is probably the worst place I ever saw. Uh, And then I started traveling for work and I realized how much I was using on the road with plastic bottles and coffee cups and utensils. And so I started eliminating everything on my travels and bringing all my own containers, all my own jars, even packing my own snacks and then learning how to actually sit down for lunch versus grabbing (laughs) takeout, which was awesome because it also taught you to slow down um and so from then i started to come learn other things and started to work on our our bathroom and switching from shampoo bottle shampoo to uh to shampoo bars and conditioners it kind of evolved so i kind of took one room in the house at a time um little baby steps that's great you took action what led you to move north well my career started in consumer products So I followed my dad's footsteps and he worked for Colgate for many years. So I ended up working for Kraft and the Clorox and the likes, calling on retailers like Albertson Safeway, Whole Foods, um, moved into more headquarters strategy roles where I worked on innovation launches, pricing strategy. Uh, So I have a lot of background on, on retail. And so I actually was moved up to the Bay Area with Kraft Foods. Moved over to Clorox, and then my last my last stint was at Method Products, the cleaning brand. So I've kind of crossed from food to cleaning to personal care over my career. And then in January, I quit my corporate job and pursued my dream to open Replenish Grocers. How, how was it finding this space? How long did that take you? This space I actually found pre-pandemic. <laughs> I've been walking by the empty space for years. I live three blocks from here. So I really wanted to bring a store to our own neighborhood in North Beach. Uh, and, you know, we really shouldn't have to drive to Rainbow across the city to be able to shop package free. Um, it's a trek. It's a real big trek to get over there. You know, look at yeah. 30 minutes just to get there, get parked. Um, and so this location, you know, was available pre-pandemic. I pushed pause as soon as the pandemic started. And then around September um, of last year, that's when I actually, it was still available. And we re-engaged with the landlords uh, and moved forward. So what are some of your favorite low-waste and plastic-free living <laughs> tips? Oh, gosh. Tips would be definitely use what you have. 
Um, we have plenty of containers at home. We didn't need to go out and buy new containers, even if they're in plastic, kind of use what you have. Um, when you're shopping, be mindful about what it's made of. You know, if you have, if you don't have the access to bulk and you're just shopping a normal grocery store, opt for glass over a plastic jar. Um, you know, for like example, pasta, you can usually get it in plastic or you can get it in a glass jar. So I always opt for glass. The other thing is uh, manufacturers have kind of pushed us into consumerism of single use. And so it's really easy to buy yogurt in a single use tub. Um, so I switched many years ago from only buying single-use plastic uh, yogurt to buying the multi-serve. Um, and actually, you're going to save money in the long run. <laughs> um, shop the farmer's market. Shop the perimeter of the store before you shop the center of the store. Oh, yeah. Um, shop the produce that's package-free and organic. Um, yeah, I think those are the biggest ones that... Even if you don't have access to a store like Replenish Groceries down the street, these are things you can employ at your own grocery store. So many things you just mentioned have to do with petroleum. I know that petroleum industry kind of controls and, and advocates to continue using plastic. Um, you know, the thing about plastic that I find the most interesting is we have this recyclable little triangle on the bottom of our plastics going from one to something like seven. And the reality is only 9% of all plastic produced gets recycled. And that's because we can only really recycle number one, which is PET, which is kind of like the clear plastic you see in water bottles and even the method cleaning products. Mm -hmm. And then you've got HDPE, which is the next no number on it, number two. And that is for, you know, things like your Tide bottles. So everything else really isn't getting recycled. And so they're trying to, you know, rework that system because it's, it's mm. we're doing a lot of wish recycling. If you flip over the bottom of a feta, it's the number four or number five or number six. Yeah. And it's probably not getting recycled. Even in the Bay Area. Even People Bay may Area. think we do so well here, but it doesn't necessarily, we're doing everything with plastic right. to recycle it. Right. Okay. So I need to get more into the policy and the governmental side of things. Um, quite frankly, my whole entire focus was getting this door open um, versus uh, I have a lot of friends who are in the advocacy world and um, policy world and, and helping even policies within San Francisco. Um, and they're amazingly way more educated on those topics than me. Before we take a tour of the store, now you've been open how many weeks? We're on six weeks. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. What's been the reaction in the neighborhood? People are thrilled. People are really excited that, you know, we've brought this to the neighborhood, that they have the access um, to be able to shop. We've got a lot of regulars coming by. And I've been uh, going to a lot of the farmer's markets, both the North Beach Farmer's Market and also the uh, Fort Mason Farmer's Market to hand out flowers. And everyone who gets the little flyers is just like, this is so cool. Um, so we just need to get more people to know we're here. Well, shall we look around the store? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we can start over here. This is where we have all our refrigerated products and our produce. Our produce is actually all from a company called Veritable Vegetable. Oh, yeah. Um, and they are wonderful women-owned B Corp with an electric fleet. We get deliveries on Tuesday, and we try to – well, obviously, it's all organic. Um, we even – get things that are biodynamic. 
um, or regenerative. Um, organic is kind of one level where it just doesn't have the pesticides. Regenerative or biodynamic farming is even, it's like one level, it's a whole other step above organic. And that's when the natural vegetation is allowed to grow around the produce. And then it actually adds more nutrients to the soil. It makes it taste better. You get more vitamins and minerals. So whenever we see an opportunity to bring in something regenerative or bi biodynamic, I jump on that. So a lot of seasonal things. Um, so for example, yesterday, actually just this morning, <laughs> I placed our orders for um, some Brussels sprouts and heirloom tomatoes because those are really, really in season. And then in the refrigerated section, we do carry Strauss, which is one of the few milks in glass and people can return the bottles here. Uh, and we get those back to Strauss so they can sanitize them and refill them, which, which I absolutely love. Um, and then back behind kind of that food section, we do have a variety of glass items that are, um, you know, shelf stable. Many are local or Oregon based. We just brought in a nut butter uh, from Sam's Adventures, a local San Francisco brand. So we do have a huge focus on local. Um, wherever we can, we try to flag it in the store. Another example would be Volcano Kimchi. She's, Aruna's the owner, she's amazing. Um, local San Francisco, she is at a variety of farmers markets throughout the city. And so we try to call that out. And then back in the other corner, right behind, right by the refrigerators, we have just a lot of zero waste sustainable lifestyle items like bottles and containers, stasher bags to get people away from using Ziploc bags and plastic bags. Those are made of silicone and they can be reused. I've had ours for five years um, and different storage containers. Okay. Yeah. The kind of the center of the store is what I call my wow section. Um, these are some of the things that are probably what you'll find later on in your journey as you go down the low waste journey. And I, I like to talk about low waste versus zero waste um, because zero waste is, is really aspirational, whereas low waste is attainable for all. And that's what I love about low waste is, you know, we can all start the journey, whether we're on day one or day 1000, we can always find, you know, some sort of new item to try out. Um, for me, I'm, you know, trying to cook more and not let any food waste go. So I've been making soups like crazy and anything that's starting to wilt gets made into a soup. But this section specifically, you know, there's some items in the zero low waste world that are super hit or miss. And it's really hard to find an item that works really good. So I've personally curated and tested everything in this section and gone through a lot of disappointment to find the right product, but I'm, I'm pretty happy with, um, I think probably one of our top sellers so far has been um, our toothpaste taps. So that is actually, it comes in a glass jar, it's a little tablet, you bite down on it four or five times, wet your toothbrush, and then all of a sudden you have foam. There's several other brands in the zero waste world um, that I've been disappointed in. They were ch too chalky. Um, and the big thing about toothpaste tubes is those can't be recycled. Those go directly to landfill. So I love this as one of the easiest swaps um, to make along with the bamboo toothbrush. The other things that are, I think, really hard to find in the zero waste world are shampoo bar and conditioner bars that work that lather specifically on the shampoo side and then also really condition and moisturize on the um, conditioner side. So that's an item that the brand I really wanted to carry wouldn't sell wholesale. So uh, this one I 
everyone asks me what brand it is. It's actually not a brand. It's a private label brand that I was able to find after a maddening hunt to get what I wanted to carry. And then lastly, deodorant. Um, Deodorant in a cardboard tube. Deodorant, also another item that that is in tubes that you can't recycle. It goes to landfill. Um, And finding one that works, that doesn't chafe, that doesn't irritate the skin. Um, And so that's one of the few things that I did bring from outside the country because it's just that good. It's called Woohoo. It's from Australia. And it it is arguably my favorite deodorant I've ever tried. Those are probably like the easiest little slots um, and my favorite little section of the store. (laughs) (laughs) It's in the center when people walk in the door. Yeah. 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 And um, I think we talked about some of the questions you asked me, like what was my favorite, favorite find of um, all my zero waste items? Um, It's the leaf shave. (laughs) So it is a safety razor and the head pivots. Um, it has three mini blades in it. Super easy to change it out. It's got a lovely stand. This is an investment because you know you're really going to be getting rid of all the disposable razors for yeah. the next ten years. So it's not uh-huh. necessarily the cheapest thing, but it's probably one of my favorite investments. Um, and right next to it is actually Albatross, which is another safety razor, which is a local San Francisco brand. Mm. Um, and they're a little bit more affordable because they don't have that pivoting function, which okay. Uh, Originally, I bought the albatross, and I nicked myself. So the albatross went to my husband, <laughs> and I got the leaf shape, and we are both very happy. Um, so then we get to this other section, which is like kind of our our cleaning section. We have a lot of different cleaning tools. Um, I would say that the Swedish dishcloth also one of our very top sellers. Um, and I just, I, I love, love, love. Uh, they have tons of really fun patterns. Um, so whatever you fancy, you're going to find one that just really kind of like, you know, grabs you. Do a little browsing here. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a lot of holiday, winter themes coming in right now. But basically, it is made of cotton and cellulose. And so it's uh, 70% cellulose, 30% cotton, 100% compostable. And you can wash it multiple times. So you can wash it on the top rack of the dishwasher, mm-hmm. or you can throw it into the laundry machine. Um, I have veered away from the laundry machine because I always forget it's in there, and then it goes into the drying machine, and then it shrinks down to like <laughs> you know half the size. Yeah. Um, but you can use this to wipe down your counters, clean dishes. I mean, whatever. I, I use it to clean the floor, and then I just pop it in the dishwasher. Um, so that has been one of our, our top top sellers. We have all sorts of cleaning tools that are all with bamboo and different type of plant-based bristles. Um, so, for example, I can, there's so many different bristles that are um, made from different types of roots. And, like, I think there's one over there that's made from, like, a vegetable root and stuff like that. So um, those are the fun cleaning tools. And then... Once you have your tools, we have all sorts of amazing cleaning products um, that are refillable. And this brand here, this is Pure Turgent, um, locally owned out of Oakland, female owned. And this is actually one of our zero waste brands um, because she will take back these containers. Mm-hmm. So once the, we. The big- 
tubs these, these are like, as they are. These are five-gallon drums. Okay. And once we, you know, get through, whoops, we're getting through some of the detergent down here, we'll just reorder. She'll swap them out for us. Mm -hmm. um, and we do have a little bit of a labeling system throughout the store that we like to help people learn about the brands that we chose to carry um, because in front of Pure Trojant, there's a little map with California and this, the area is circled. We have two women doing a high five, which is for women owned, and we have a little zero waste canister. So if you look for those little pots of education, you'll know kind of why we may have chosen that brand. And so this brand, Meliora's, they're just kind of incredibly well known in the zero waste community and zero waste shops. Um, they also, I get to return the big five gallon drums to them as well. They're based out of Chicago, but uh, a really phenomenal, efficacious brand. So customers could bring in whatever reusable container they have to yes. fill up with laundry detergent liquid or powder. Exactly. Yeah. Bring your old Tide bottle. <clears throat> we don't judge if you bring in a plastic container or a glass <laughs> container or a cotton bag. Um, we do sell paper bags. We do charge 10 cents for them for some of the food products just to kind of, we want to instill a new habit and, and that takes a little bit of time. So we don't want to be in the business. We do have jars for sale. We have the bags for sale, but ultimately someday I look forward to a day where I don't have to sell any jars or any bags <laughs> because everyone brings their own. Um, but we're a very new way to shop for many people. Mm -hmm. um, so we always have a team on the floor here to help educate people because when you shop in bulk, if you bring the container, you need to have basically two things on the container. You want to pre-weigh the jar or bottle so we know how much it weighs ah. um, because we're going sure. to deduct that from the cost of the total weight. And then you put a PLU number. That's the product lookup number. So every product on the floor that's in bulk has a PLU number on it. So you're basically going to have those two things on your container, and then that's how we know what to check you out with. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All makes sense. Yeah. And this is another fun cleaning brand. Marley's Monsters out of uh, Oregon. She just makes a lot of really, really fun products, um, specifically on paper towels. This is my favorite thing. Um, this is probably like this. Is, this this is right up there with the safety razor of my okay. favorite things. We gave up paper towels in our household. That's a big deal. We haven't, well, I will say we have a roll tucked away in a closet for certain spills and things that you just don't want to use this for because this is basically a flannel cloth. And so it kind of wraps around each other and we have them in a drawer, but we've basically been using our unpaper towels for four years. And I think we've probably bought four rolls of paper towels mm. in four years. And so this is a swap that was so easy and we just we have them in our drawer and we just we grab towels for everything and just wash them and it's been wonderful these dusters are fun so these look like recycled something or other so the the dusters marley's monsters duster is also it's so fun when you get to when you get to clean with products like this you kind of get giddy seriously i know that's weird right um so the duster is also made from flannel and little scraps from other of her products. So basically all the pieces are scraps from all her other products Great. <laughs> that she makes. Um, and you just pull it off oh. and wash it. Okay. Easy. Yeah. yeah. Um, on the other side, we do have all of our personal care products. Um, so again, another super local brand who is zero waste. 
Um, this is Liv Pure, another lady, East Bay, Oakland company, um, and she will take back all her empties as well in glass. And then Griffin Remedy, while they are in plastic, it's still, you know, we're talking about gallons where people are refilling eight ounces. <laughs> um, and they are also a local Bay Area company. So just, uh, there's definitely like, there's just so many companies that make lotion, shampoos, and conditioners. I've got a lot of requests. Oh, right. But some sure. are back east. And I'm like, well, if, if they were local, I'd take it into consideration. But it's really about, I don't want to, you know, there's a really wonderful brand out of Canada. But you also think about, you know, just the, the carbon footprint of shipping all of this around the country. Um, so... That's where we focused. Um, and then this other company is called Mountain, Mountain Rose Herb Company. They are out of Eugene, Oregon. They are a zero waste plant. Um, so this is a lot of my DIY ingredients. My, my favorite thing is making my own face care products. So I actually put my recipes up behind. And so I have my sugar face scrub, scrub recipe, which is so easy. It's just sugar, a couple carrier oils, and... Um, grapefruit essential oil and it tastes delicious <laughs> and then I have a face cream and um, a little toner recipe so eventually my hope is we can do some DIY classes here at like seven o'clock after we close um be really fun so Mountain Rose Herb Company also supplies our uh, spices and our teas which we also carry in okay. bulk here uh-huh and so many Bay Area products that I never heard of, and I'm yeah. sure a lot of people have not heard of yet. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's been really, really fun. And then over in this section, this is where we get into all of our bulk products, and we have everything from grains, rice, pastas, beans, all of our coffee is local. Um, we could talk a little bit about those um, in a little bit. We have baking supplies. Um, we actually have coming in tomorrow another flower based on customer requests. Mm -hmm. We actually had a list of flowers and it was so hard to figure out what's the fourth flower item we're going to bring in. So, <laughs> um, and then from there we have all of our granolas and cereal, we have nuts, trail mix, and then we get into all the really fun chocolate sweet snacks. We love, absolutely love our coffee section just because it is all very local. Every single brand is from the Bay Area. Um, we have a couple, two brands that are our premium brands, um, both uh, roasted in the East Bay by two women producers. Um, one of the brands is called Coffee by Women for Women. And Stephanie actually works with women growers around the world to ensure fair trade practices. Um, Kaveri Coffee is actually from India. So Tanya's family is back in India and that is um, Indian beans and um, she also roasts in the East Bay. We've got our tried and true San Francisco brands, um, Jeremiah's as well as the San Francisco Coffee Co. Um, but specifically I want to talk about Thanksgiving coffee and one brand that they carry which is called Songbird Coffee. Um, they're actually based out of Fort Bragg up in the North Bay and it is bird friendly coffee. Um, it's actually been one of our very top sellers. Um, they're Nicaraguan and they're Colombian. And so what happens is when they um, plant all the coffee plantations, they actually pull or they you know, take down all the trees around it. And so uh, bird friendly coffee is actually shade grown coffee because they don't disturb the natural habitat around the coffee uh, plantations. And so the birds can continue to um, live there um, 
So the coffee the trees are kind of in between the existing trees? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And then we've got Proyecto Diaz, which is another brand out of Oakland. Um, and it's kind of a family-run business. Um, they come from Mexico. Um, some of the beans originate from their hometown. And um, it's a mother, father, son don't recall who does the artwork, um, <laughs> but um, a, a lovely brand also out of the East Bay. Delicious. I've had that. Well, I've had, I guess, most of these. I'm going to have to try some more. Yeah, it's it's tough. I, I'm making my way through all of them as well. People, people ask me questions about many of the products we have in bulk, and um, we have well over 200 bulk food products. So I have actually not tried every single one of them yet. So here in the coffee section, I see there's a grinder. So the beans are here, whole beans, and people could grind their coffee and put it in a bag if they wish to do so. Absolutely. Or take it home, grind it at home, because that's the absolute freshest coffee you are going to get. Anything else you'd like to say about the bulk foods? Any, any things as highlights to point out? Um, I think, I mean, a few of our absolute top sellers, um, some of the cashews. We have three flavored cashews. Um, one is a sea salt and apple cider vinegar. And when they told me this was the top seller, I was a bit shocked. And it is delicious. They also have a sea salt and pepper cashew and then a Thai curry cashew. So. Now that I've seen how well those sell, I have too become addicted to those. <laughs> um, in the sweet section, we have all sorts of malt balls, um, chocolate covered malt balls, peanut butter, almond malt balls. Also again, some of our top sellers if you're into the sweets, along with yogurt covered pretzels and peanut butter pretzels. I'm getting and, hungry. I know, me too. <laughs> and then kind of the tried and true, we, we didn't bring this in initially, but we got so many requests, we brought in um, the dried mango slices. So those are selling like hotcakes too as well. Um, so many things to choose from. I have to say, you just kind of got to come in, peruse, and see what meets your fancy because uh, I feel like every customer has a different favorite, as, as do I. Erica, what else would you like people to know about the store? I think what I'd like people to know first and foremost is that we offer a fun, welcoming, and educational experience. Um, you know, when you kind of adventure down this path of, of going zero waste or low waste, it's a journey. And we want to ensure that we are welcoming to every single person. So you could be on day one of your journey never have shop bulk we will walk you through the whole entire process and we'll also be be welcoming to those people who are five six ten years into the journey and i think every single customer who comes to shop at replenish grocers will find something new something different that they may have never ever seen before one technical note to close due to a production glitch here in the studio there's no music in this episode that will be resolved for the next episode, which is already in the planning stage. Signing off from Telegraph Hill.